Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as pink chicken and the lazy man welcome back to pink chicken and the lazy man pink chicken and the lazy man hello folks happy holidays to you welcome to a very special episode of pink chicken and the lazy man i call fake news they're all special episodes oh no but this is a very special episode oh like when tootie got touched by the molester in facts of life like special no (laughs) i have no idea like when Arnold got touched by the molester in different strokes. Okay. Yeah, see that one. All right. Well, I'm Pink Chicken Michelle. And, and I'm Tom the Lazy Man. And welcome back. What we actually meant to talk about, a special episode, because this is a holiday episode. Oh, holidays. Given that we're running out of 2020, we're coming up on the Christmas holiday. Jack has released a few Christmas videos, so we decided it is the season. We'd like to follow him and release a Christmas episodes of our own, reviewing his and all the mistakes he makes therein. Our first episode in this series is festively named Christmas Crack, and we don't mean freebase, we mean that space between the jeans where the cheeks meet. No. No? (laughs) No, 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 no. What pray tell then do we mean? A confusing mixture of saltines and... Sugar. Lots of sugar. Shit ton of sugar. Lots and lots and lots of sugar. Yes. We were kind of curious as to where the name Christmas Crack came from, Apparently because you're basically pouring toffee and chocolate over top of some type of crisp, non-sweetened cracker. Like a saltine or a townhouse. We saw somebody do this with pretzels. So you're basically using that to get kind of a crunch element. Although I don't think the saltines have enough structural integrity to hold up to the toffee and the chocolate. But essentially you want some non-sweet bite in there. So you pour this stuff over it. It's saltine toffee. What else did we see it called? Brickle. Brickle. If you're below the Mason-Dixon line, you call this brickle traditional christmas candy you make it home diy it's a little little trailer park a little little double wide yeah because you're making it with ingredients you have you know not specialized baking ingredients but of course jack gets his own spin on it and uh which is wrong oh my god wait what did you get into it (laughs) load it up folks synchronize your tubulators we're hitting play in three two one all right fat man's on the tv must be christmas advent calendar in the back with the curry cups the, the cabinets are calendar. all wrapped again, just the way I hate them from last year. Done by oh, Tammy with care. Our podcast will be celebrating its year anniversary on the 22nd. Yes. Yes. This, clearly, this is the time of celebrations at the end of the year. So the ingredients for this are pretty basic. Club crackers, which is a family-sized pack of. That he got at Sam's Club. And basically, everything else has sugar in it of some degree. He has, what is that, brown sugar? Yep. So you're making a toffee. So a toffee... Uh, 
if you use brown sugar and water, you get caramel. If you put brown sugar and butter, you get toffee. He's making toffee. He's got sprinkles of all different kinds. He's got M&Ms, I think. Mini M&Ms. Uh, we have the Red Bar of Shame up right now, as you folks probably see at home. He's claiming that he has a new sponsor, which we'll get into later. The dot store domain name. So, and then there's butter. The almond bark is he's what he sprinkles, melts. He's got sprinkles. He's got jimmies. He's got dots. He's got sprinkle mix. And he's got two packages of almond bark. Yeah, of everything here, the two most interesting ingredients he have here are the drip food colors. He's got McCormick brand food colorings there. They are the liquid drip colors. You're not going to get a strong red color out of that. Just got to say, you got to get the Wilton cake decorating paste red for that. Second most interesting ingredient here is that almond bark. A lot of these recipes, they use the semi-sweet chocolate chips for this because what you don't want is you don't want too sweet a chocolate element because you're making toffee. You're literally liquefying sugar. Not our Jack. Goes right to Walmart, buys the white chocolate almond bark, which we did a little nutritional research. If you cook down both of those bars of chocolate for his little white chocolate topping here, you are dealing with two pounds of sugar. 980 grams. He's melted down the butter and the sugar together. He's made his toffee. Which he showed for approximately five seconds. Now he's carefully laying out the club crackers, which by my estimation is making like, I think it's like five deep on this sheet pan that he has. Do you think that's why he's using the slender rectangular club crackers for this? The, the townhouse crackers? Because he fits more on there. So it's more Christmas crack for his gullet. I don't think this would be my personal pick for doing this. He's dumping out the sugar and the butter, which From looks like pan. liquid diarrhea. But Cha-cha-cha. But basically, if you watch any of the other videos, this is what it's supposed to look like. So at but this they point- they spread it out evenly with an offset spatula. He's just using that big red rubber paddle he has for everything else. I don't think he's done anything wrong up until this oh, point, oh. except that he's using the club crackers, which I don't think and I would heavy, personally pick. And a heavy metal soundtrack. Oh yeah, the that the music was bizarre. He looked for royalty-free rock music, so it was the first track, probably. Apparently. So now we're at the point where we're going to melt down the almond bark. Completely overexposed in the bowl. He's pointing out that he has red food coloring and green food coloring and a red bowl and a green bowl, so it's going to match. It's all matchy match. He's using red and green because obviously he wants this to be Christmas colored or the Italian flag, but why get into that here? So he has Tammy basically ladling the white chocolate into a bowl, which looks blue under his lights because why white balance? At this point, why even try? So she's ladling some into the green bowl and the red bowl, which obviously are going to get colored with the food dye. As noted, he's using probably the worst food dye you could use for this. The liquid drip food colorings always just barely make pastel colors. They spread some of this they almond bark base layer shit, of the white. which is disgusting. It, it's pure sugar. Yeah. It's, it's pure sugar. You no, know, it looks like cake frosting is what it looks like, which I guess depending on the type you get, is pure sugar. This is white candy chocolate. Everybody uses baking chocolate for this, so the chocolate isn't that sweet. You're getting the chocolate element. This is, at best, white chocolate, which, as we all know, they remove the cacao, and they use the cocoa butter uh, to make the white chocolate. So he's laying down turquoise, not green, turquoise, and pink. Yeah, bro, you gotta go to the Wilton Baker's aisle section, and you gotta get the opaque food coloring paste. Basically, it looks like a gender reveal cake at this point. Is it gonna be a boy? Is it gonna be a girl? We don't know. Is it gonna be pancreatitis? Or is it gonna be fatty liver disease? Which one will fell him? I think it's gonna be fetus. It's a disease reveal party. Oh. <laughs> 
Hammy's trying her best to, she dumps in a couple of spoons to try the marbling technique. The problem is she's using the flat round end of the spoon rather than an edge. If anybody knows how to marble a cake, you use the edge of the knife. That's how you get the swirl pattern going with it. Nope, not them. Cammy and Jack basically have almost a fist fight on screen trying to, to Well, Jack decorate. being the man-child that he is, wants, he wants to be the one to spread the M&Ms, Mommy. I've been good, Mommy wife. Please let me spread the M&Ms. They've got this set up. They've got some sprinkles thrown on there, some jimmies. Got a lot of those little mini M&Ms. More chocolate, more sugar. Okay, so they put it in the freezer because they couldn't wait for it to set up in the refrigerator. Well, you have to understand, he's, he's not leaving the side of this thing. This is like a sick relative in the hospital. He will not abandon his Christmas crack. He will not move away from it. You can see even Tammy's trying to break pieces off for him, but he's like, here, I'll get it. Let me do that. I'm helping mommy, wife, mommy, wife. And we see the end product, which Smash basically- Smash cut to the plate. It looks exactly like putting a layer of frosting he, on crackers. He the crackers together with the toffee. He dumped on a quarter inch layer of white chocolate. There's no other flavors here, by the way. Lots of other people had either toasted pecans or almonds. What a, well, another flavor element? Not Jack. Sugar on sugar It's just sugar, sugar on, on sugar. sugar, yeah. Lots of jump cuts in the end here. Look at the time index on this after he bites into it. Pro approximately eight. 18. 818-ish. Just look at his nose and his cheeks. Like he tenses up like he doesn't like it. Well, yeah, because there's so much sugar in it. It's like he's retching. It's, it's like his body rejecting it or it's something. It's like his autonomic nervous system going, no, no, this will kill us. We have to go for surgery soon. No, no, no more, Jack. And speaking of that, and that's a good segue. Captain uh, Segway, that's why I'm here, ma'am. <laughs> Now let's uh, move on to the next topic. Jack went in for his thyroid surgery. He did make it out, apparently alive and well. Nothing bad happened. The test results didn't come back bad. What the health effects down the road are from that, I really don't know what that's going to be. Your thyroid basically produces a thyroid-based hormone, and they have made a synthetic version of it, which they call Synthroid. Everybody who gets their thyroid removed gets to take one or two pills of Synthroid every day for the rest of his life. Life. So add that to Jack's medicine cabinet. Now he has to take Synthroid. Now Synthroid by itself is fairly innocuous, but it can have some really nasty side effects. It's not going to affect every day to day. You're just going to take your Synthroid, but it causes a higher level problems because the Synthroid, Synthroid is like a, it's like a universal receptor kind of of a hormone. It doesn't do anything by itself. It just facilitates other hormones doing stuff. So Jack will begin to experience other problems. People who start with thyroid disease then move on to fatty liver, pancreatitis, chronic kidney disease. It's like the first domino to fall in organ failure because this is the first thing you screwed up that has a complex chemistry to it. You've basically screwed up your body chemistry to the part where it can't produce enough hormones. The other thing I wanted to know- You know, festive for Christmas. Jack has a new sponsor that's Dot Store that he claims is a sponsor called Dot Store. I did a little bit of research to try to find out what was going on with the sponsorship for this particular domain name. It doesn't seem like they have sponsorships. It seems like they have partnerships. You can sign up to be a partner of Dot Store. More than likely... Which essentially means you give them free advertising. No money up front, no money changes hands, but you do all the work for them, and if you actually sell something, they'll give you a little piece of the action on the back end. It's not really a, a full-on sponsorship. They're calling it a partnership because they're doing a little bit of work on their end. They're giving you a URL or they're giving you a discount code to hand out, but really 
Essentially, it's an affiliate marketing program. Anybody could get this. You could get this. I could get this. Anybody with any kind of content creation, you have a blog, a YouTube channel, a podcast, you can get you can get a, store, a dot store partnership code. Fill out the form, press the button, they check out and make sure you are who you say you are, and then they give you one. That's it. So, he didn't get any money for this up front. That's, that's what a sponsorship is. A sponsorship is a corporation gives you money and says, we want you to talk about this and we want to pay you to talk about our product because we think your audience would synergize with our product or, you know, we think your brand persona matches our brand persona. But affiliate marketing been around forever. And you'll find a lot of these last couple of sponsors that he's had are not actually sponsors. It's it's a smoke and mirrors game. What, what's the other one? Tammy's actual... Give me books. Oh, that's right. Give me books. Now, Sorry, give me I couldn't books. think of the name. Now, give me books could be a legitimate sponsorship. It's just the sponsor's kind of suspect because, well, it's Tammy. He's just advertising Tammy. Do you think that's why Tammy in like it's sort of like halfway through this year when Tammy was having trouble at work do you think this is why Tammy started helping out and being more of the associate producer of Jack's videos because she's like look you're gonna have to help me sell this bookkeeping service no I don't think that's it I think that she got fired she was working from home she was working remotely maybe not contributing as much as she would have liked to if she was where she was in the office then Jack had his two surgeries and then they're like hey guess what we don't need you anymore maybe they were watching Jack's channel and saw all those times that he was like, yeah, Tammy ran out to get me something. Tammy ran out to get me this. We're going over here with Tammy. We're going to get drive through today with Tammy. We're going to go pick up food with Tammy. We're going to go order stuff. Oh, she got me chips again from Chipotle. In the middle of the pandemic, maybe they saw that and were like, what are we paying her for? And then fired her. Whether it was Jack driven or she did something or they let's, realized she didn't, she was no, she wasn't contributing enough Let's put it this useful. way. You know her relationship with Jack didn't help matters because my God, how could it? <laughs> no. So I don't know where that is, but I think out of necessity, she's created this other service or this other business that she somehow allowed Jack to name because it's right in line with his give me food. Give me entertainment. Give me entertainment. His old DJ business from Cali. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Jack named the business. What a terrible name. If you're a bookkeeper and you're trying to get business, keeping your... Name mm-hmm. on the up and up. Give me books. That sounds well, a little all, shady. It think? sounds like a shady used bookstore. Yeah. Give me books. But you have to understand, this is perfect for Jack. Because give me is Jack's sense of entitlement. That's Jack's sense of wife mommy. Jack, Jack doesn't say like, hey... My DJ service will provide you with music at your next formal or informal occasion. No, give me entertainment. I want it. It's not, I work my ass off to prepare the finest barbecue sauce. No, give me foods. Mine's the best. It's just complete man-child. It's nothing could be more Jack. In my case, I I think it's perfectly named. Give me books. Well, whether or not this actual business comes to fruition, like she actually gets clients to do anything, like bookkeeping, accounting, tax, I don't know what else they do besides those couple things. I mean, they're going to do the typical business networking, turn on all our contacts, anybody we've ever talked to, any members of our church group who have small businesses. 
anybody in our local Western Tennessee business community that has a business. Everybody needs bookkeeping services, but not many people like to do bookkeeping services. Speaking of that, which is another good segue, Captain Segway strikes again. Let's move on to our next topic. I think this will be the last one and then we'll wrap it up. But speaking of other business ventures, Tammy and Jack both went and took a course to sell life insurance. Don't know much other than that, but they both passed it. So would you really want somebody that looks like Jack and eats like Jack selling you life insurance? I don't know. If you see somebody like Jack, who's obviously shortened his own life expectancy so fully, you have to think like, wow, I really do need to think about things because I could go at any minute, just like this fat idiot in front of me. <laughs> I think he's going to call. I think he's going to, you know, if I, I, I don't know if I want to buy life insurance from him. It sounds like he might take a heart attack from the excitement in front of me. Then he's on my dining room table. That's where we're at. I, which I, would be the weirdly, oddly ironic end of Jack to die at someone else's kitchen table. On top of it? Or just sitting at it. Oh yeah, with, with the life insurance policy underneath him. Oh, drooling yeah. on it a exactly, little bit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, you see, folks, Christmas episodes <laughs> fall into two categories. The first Christmas episode is always the saccharine one with the children and Santa. Then you get the other Christmas special, which is the dark Christmas special. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's very dark undertones. This one's the darker one. Try to be more lighthearted in the next one. And the next one is also Christmas related because we're gonna do Christmas soup. Christmas. Crap soup. Christmas crack and Christmas crap. Involving the block of Velveeta. Nom, 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 nom. No, just kidding. So look That's forward to disgusting. that, folks. Thank um, you for joining us once again at Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man.